boys and girls, episode 50, that's 5-0, which in my mind is a milestone of the Happy Accident podcast. Is that, is, are we on? Is that our this theme tune? That's the new theme tune? Is that us? That is this the year two theme tune. Hello. The eagle-eared, eagle-eared? Eagle-eared. And now you become eagle-eyed, you get, com- like, you can be compared to an eagle as far as sight goes. I'm not sure. Because, like, an eagle can see a mouse from, like, three mile away, so, like, it's got that know. good kestrelized. But, but <laughs> <laughs> do eagles, are eagles famed for having good ears? They've got holes in the side of their head, really, aren't they? What's a good listener? Um, I'm a good listener. I'm a good listener. I don't know. It's on my uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> The therapist, all the uh, the eagerly and therapists out there, <laughs> <laughs> will notice that that is uh, a different uh, version two Happy Accident podcast theme song. It's uh, Nice Guy Johnny did it. Audio engineer Nice Guy Johnny, who I saw this week. I'll uh, we'll come back to that. But uh, he's gifted us with a brand new theme song. It's got more uh, elements of uh, the bill. <laughs> and and or EastEnders about it. It's got a crack in the 80s vibe. Trying to, trying to capture that uh, soap opera watcher market. To get, hook them in with the dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. No, that's, that's me old <laughs> YouTube. That's, <laughs> that's definitely me old YouTube tune. That was a good tune, that, by the way. Me old YouTube one. That was a good one. Was nice. It was a very good like one. Let's, uh, let's kick this podcast off uh, just by seeing that the thoughts and prayers of everybody at the happy accident, be it the two hosts, be it the audio engineer, be it any of the guests who come and go, thoughts and prayers go out with the family of young Bradley, young Sunderland hero, little Bradley Lowry, who uh, he's lost his battle with, I believe it's neuroblastoma, was it? Yeah. Lost his storied battle with neuroblastoma today. What a little fucking trip that kid was. What a guy. I know it's a, it's a difficult time for anybody else who's got kids who's got neuroblastoma who hasn't had the the support that Bradley had. But in a way, I say Bradley's done more lip service to neuroblastoma. He's raised the profile in neuroblastoma. Such a little trooper, man! Like he's oh, he's God, put it on the map. Guy. He put it's, it on the map. Yeah, there's a lot of people going through the same similar sort of shit. Doesn't mean kids, adults, nah. like you can never. It doesn't get any easier. I think just because he's he's been out in the public eye, it must have been hard work. His last few, like sort of months or last year or whatever, he's just been blasted into the public eye, and he's probably done more PR. He's probably done more PR graft. That little Ben, bless him. But and his family, yeah, I feel for his family big time. Big time. No, no parent should ever have to bury a child, uh, and especially not so young or to such horrific circumstances. Because nobody deserves that shit. Nobody deserves it. So, little Bradley, this is a uh, fucking this episode's dedicated to the memory of little Bradley, the little hero, the little the little Sunderland lad who done good. And get on him. Get on sunshine. We'll uh, we'll pour a, we'll have a fucking craft beer for Bradley to dear. Alright. And uh, what you oh well then Liam, let's kick this off. Happy accident podcast style hashtag what are you drinking? Hashtag Oh what am I not drinking? This This beverage this one and only Well I'm first of all I'm drinking um Wild Gravity by Badco. The bad company. Bad company. Nice, very nice. I'm just admiring it. Just as it's, it's a five point two IPA. Just the good packaging, good type. It's a good bit of typography on the side there. I right. dig it. Just the standard three thirty mil can. However, now this is a fucking game changer. Hold on to your eagle ears. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell! Get your eagle ears to wherever the fuck they're selling this, because the top. Do you know when you open your can? So you the standard like sort of ring, ring pull, mechanic. ring pull. This had a, a ring pull. It, it had a an odd one, a foreign one, foreign ring pull at the top. So you pull it and it pulls the full top off the 
off you. The entire the top. Entire, entire top of the metal fucking thing. So you've basically, like, how can I explain it? Like a Beans can? It's like, like a Heinz Beans can? A Heinz Beans can with a bigger ring pull. Uh, or it give us such pleasure pulling the top off that. Just it's good. That bad boy then you've got like just a, it's essentially you've got a glass of beer it is so weird this just it's just a game changer big time bad company you sirs and or madams have changed the game in the craft beer container however I've had two Same. sips and it's gone <laughs> That's the thing, like, you there's, only, like there's only so much you can pour in your gob out of your conventional ring pull. You've essentially, you're left with a gaping hole. I'd imagine it would be oh. easy to just pour that entire can straight down your easy. neck. And, but it's it's so good. It's amazing. Like, I, I don't know why I haven't thought of this before, but I don't think I've drank out of a fully like, open a can. fully before. open can like that. But it's amazing, and it's like... It's definitely blew me mind. I don't know if you can tell. We've babbled on for like <laughs> a good few minutes on the shape of this can. It's oh, oh, something else. Game changer. Something else. Game changer. I've got a few more of them bad company craft beers in the fridge downstairs. So uh, I'll join you. Maybe next week we'll get in. I'll I'll try a bad company. See see what I feel about it. drinking out I, of a gaping hole in a can. I think whenever there's a gaping hole in a can. Can always opt for it. Always opt for in gaping fact, holes. <laughs> Whenever you see a gaping hole, just get in it. Get in it. Get in it. Get so deep in that gaping hole. Get amongst the gaping holes. Make sure with the suds around your moustache. If you've got a tiny hole, get a knife. Create a gaping hole. You'll have a better <laughs> beverage experience. And in local news, spate of horrific <laughs> sexual assaults. Suspected one suspect. I've gone for a. Uh, this is a, an, an ex-parrot tropical IPA. It's a, a cheeky little 6.5% just to say the night in. Cause, it's uh, jazzy, that, like. It is a jazzy-ass can, that, like. It's a jazzy-ass can. We need to put a picture on of the cans. Start, start putting pictures on of what we're drinking. Yeah, because most of the time I go by cans these days. I'll, I'll just go, be I'll like, go. oh, that's a funky little design. I'll have that. I am, if nothing else, uh, a horrific consumer and... I'm often I've often bought it before I know anything about it just by looking at it, and this can is a prime example of that. However, that isn't a can I bought. Can I just say another shout out to audio engineer, nice guy Johnny? He provided us with a, sele- a fine selection of craft beers. Nice, because uh, old franchise. He's only just turned thirty-three. Oh, isn't he? Holy shit. shit! Happy birthday to me. Bon anniversaire. Bon anniversaire. So this is off nice guy Johnny. Obviously he knows I like that grapefruit. He knows I like a grapefruit IPA and he knows I'm a, I'm very partial to a blood orange IPA. Nice. So he oh. went in on that tropical and he got us an uh, an X parrot. Well, what's an X parrot? X, X like the letter, not as in alright mate, what are you? Oh I'm a well, fucking kangaroo. I used to be a parrot. I was a parrot. But I always felt I was a kangaroo living in a parrot's body, so I've transitioned. <laughs> It's an Where do you get to the toilet? <laughs> Where's your ex-parrot box <laughs> for kangaroos? The uh, I so I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It tastes very much as I'd expect for a tropical IPA. Very tasty. Um, got they've got that good sweetness about it, and also six point five percent will get me there nine times out of ten. Nice. Enjoy it. So I've turned, uh, I've turned thirty-three, Liam. How does that, how did that feel? I don't, I don't it's feel. The only, the only day in the year that you get a year older. Aye, like in an instant, That's you're it. a year older. Like, I'd like to think I was working on it for at least three hundred and sixty-five days. Well, that's but only... I wasn't celebrated until the three hundred and sixty-fifth day. Well done oh. for surviving another three. Well done for surviving another fucking trip around the sun. That's Get essentially what it was. Get in there. You could have fucked it up so many ways, uh, but you've done it. You've, you've got a, another three hundred and sixty-five in this meaningless little fucking space travel that we're doing here. Well done. Time is such a ridiculous thing. I don't fail thirty-three. Nor, um, no, I'm not going to say this. Nor do I think I look thirty-three. I definitely don't fucking act 33. <laughs> That's one thing for sure. 
Uh, if you had a room full of 33 year olds, you'd be able to pick me out. I'd be the little loud arsehole at the back telling somebody about how much I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with, no. can I just say, as a 33 year old man, and this, this the credit goes to you for this one, Liam. For my birthday, you also provided me with craft beers, uh, a book called Fuck It, Do What You Love. I will give a review of that on a later episode of the podcast. And, I don't know if you've heard this during the opening minutes of the podcast. That's me playing with a fidget spinner. 33-year-old man rocking a fidget spinner. But it's not like one of these shit fidget spinners. This one's got ball bearings in it. And you cannot go far wrong with a ball bearing. I mean, if anything, you can take it a bit and use the ball bearings for... Catapult ammo. Yeah. Other things. I do still own a car. Making people slip on things. Uh, uh, preventing burglars from entering my residence, a la Home Alone. A la Kevin. Kevin? What was his Kevin. name? Home Alone. Kevin McAllister? McAllister. Kevin McAllister would have had a field day with these ball bearings. Oh. He'd have had old. Uh, what was it? What were the wet bandits called? Joe um. Pesci? What, what were they called? What were they called? Was one of them called Harv or Merv? Mm, Merv. Merv. And. Me home alone knowledge has failed, is there? Harry. A Harry and Merv, is that it? Have we nailed Possibly. It? Possibly. Anyway, Harry? the moral yeah. of the story is. See, oh, this is one thing that a few people have said. It's like, when we're talking about something. Right. And we can't get the answer, and they can. They're shouting it. <laughs> They're like, oh, for fuck's sake. You idiot. <laughs> you idiot. You fucking idiot. Are you fucking stupid? Well, all you got to do, if you find yourself in a position where me and him, have, uh, our knowledge has failed us on, on be it something important, like Home Alone knowledge, or something trivial, like world politics, <laughs> if we failed, if our knowledge has failed us, just fucking get involved on that social media. You know what I mean? Mm. Insta, we've got well, we've got an Insta that we don't do anything with, but um, you know what I mean. Twitter, Stewart, Stewart, just get amongst it, just get amongst it. So thirty-three years old, Liam. Thirty-three years young. Years young, and I think now's the time, if ever, where I should probably have another mini midlife. You know, like the precursor to the actual midlife. I feel like I've I have one at least. On a daily basis, it's. I think the dr- the too draining for us to do daily. Because oh, honestly, because I do not handle them well. Like I mean, I do in when I'm in them, everything feels like it's right. Like, I'll I'll mentally fall apart, eat horrifically, drink horrifically, smoke horrifically, have a great time, make some poor life choices. Then, but at the time, it seems like it's the best thing I would possibly do. Then you, you recover. Then you recover, and in the sober light of day, you're like, "Oh, wait, man, you're 33, you idiot! What have you just done that for?" What's your latest Kickstarter been? <laughs> my latest Kickstarter. <laughs> while we're on the topic of Kickstarter, my latest Kickstarter. <laughs> while while we're on the uh, topic of midlife crises, <laughs> <laughs> I can safely say I'm out of the board game phase now. So I've backed several, and then thankfully I'm out of it. I've only received two of the five. I think I backed. I've received two up to now. Right. Did the other ones go through? Oh, they've gone through. I'm just waiting for delivery. Right. Uh, and they'll just turn up. So they got full backing. They got full backing. Like, wow. Like thousand percent of what they requested. Oof. One of them, I remember one of them is an Evil Dead board game. You know the Evil Dead? Yeah. Classic Evil Dead. Because I tell you what did it, when I start getting back into the board game phase, I was watching Ash vs. Evil Dead the series they made where like no. Bruce Campbell's returned as Ash from classic films Evil Dead Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Army of Darkness <laughs> he reprised his role as Ash for a series of Ash vs. Evil Dead right and it's fucking hilarious by the way Like, are you a fan of Evil Dead? no oh well okay don't watch that then I mean uh, I can watch it research purposes aye for research purposes I'd, I'd give I Ash vs. Evil Dead a watch if I ever have to play the game yeah, well, I'm going to obviously force you to play the board game. Oh. I was saying that. I've never forced you to play Dark Souls, the board game. Well, you haven't bloody took them out of the boxes I've yet, that, have you? I've played that one. I've played that one. You know, I've got that other group of friends who I, like, I play board games with. Oh. Like, I've played that one with them. Do you, 
Do you keep them in a cupboard somewhere? <laughs> I just keep them on a, on a short leash. I don't let them get away because board game friends is hard to come by. Oh, he's a good one for you. You know, Trey Parker of South Park fame. Uh, huge, huge board game nerd. Well, huge. He would be. He's got loads of time. He plays like two a week. He has two board game nights a week. Well, he'd wake up at like, what, seven? Do South Park from like eight till, till what, like... Eight to one, maybe go for know, a like, spot of lunch. The um, South Park now, maybe back in the day, but South Park now they do a South Park episode in a week and release it the next week. That's yeah, why. Yeah, but he just South writes and stuff. I bet he's got a, a whole load of cronies to just sit and do it. Do his writing, and he just spends his days board gaming, Not. playing basketball. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to write a sequel to Orgasmo. <laughs> 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 to, if anybody missed those references when South Park really started to take off probably around series 6 I'd say Trey Parker and Matt Stone I believe penned a number of films one Dipped was into films, didn't they? one was Basketball and the other was was it Orgasmo was that what the, the film's called Orgasmo wasn't it possibly yeah that rings a bell worth a watch I don't know if worth I've a seen watch. it um, Basketball definitely worth a watch hilarious I enjoyed basketball. I don't know if it'll hold up well. It's terrible. I don't know if it'll stand the test of time. It's just nice to see the people who made so far. It's like, ah. It's like, there's that one point in the film where he does Cartman's voice. Right, yeah. When he's trying to put him off. And he does Cartman's voice. But uh, a little bit of of movie trivia for you there. Well, I'll tell you what. That can's gone. That can uh, is gone. So strange drinking out of this giant hole. Like, like I've never drank out of a glass before, but... <laughs> weird. Like you've never drank out of a gaping hole before. I can put my full mouth in. <laughs> Hello. Uh, um, yeah. So, anyway, I'm out of well, the board game phase. Oh, I've received two of them. Yes. There's the Dark Souls one I've received... Then there's that that one on the top. This war of mine I've received. I haven't even done anything with that yet. No, nor will, no will I ever. Let's be honest here. That one, that one's probably never going to be used. Uh, but at the time I thought, that'll be used. Which probably led to us backing it. Then there's mm. Evil Dead board game. I backed that, but only because I love the Evil Dead. And then there was other ones. What have you done? Recently, what was recently, your, recently? What was I've, your midlife crisis? Well, I backed some wireless headphones. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. That, like, that revolutionary technology. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking nobody's doing these wireless headphones oh, by Beats, by name? Apple, by fucking Samsung, by Sony. The, essentially, what happened was, I was flicking through Kickstarter. Just mm-hmm. looking for things not to back. When I saw these wireless headphones, and I was like, "I'll give them a look. I'll give them a look, see." Because I have been interested now that I've I've got one of them iPhone sevens, and I don't have me three point five milli jack anymore. So I've got one of them adapters that just seamlessly fits into the bottom. Yeah, that sucks. But I just think, while I'm using this adapter, I'm not I'm not embracing what this technology was made for. I'm this technology wants to take me in the future with its wirelessness mm-hmm. and I'm like nah hang on a minute I'm I just, I'm quite happy being in 2016 here so I'm going to put my little adapter in no I want to go wireless I want to be able to walk run dance be beautiful <laughs> wirelessly wirelessly I don't want I don't want <laughs> things hanging out just draped around my neck that plugged into a jack anymore. I don't want that. There's a time and a place for that. But. 2016. 2016 was that time and that place. So I got the. I found these things. I can't remember what they're called. I think they're called Zonos or something. I can't remember. I'll have a look in a bit. But essentially, it's a. Uh, I backed them. They're going to retail for like hundreds of pounds. But because it's kickstarted and I get in early, one of them early birds, I'd give them like 80 quid uh, and I'll get the the finished product. At a highly discounted rate, and nice. then then I needn't worry about. Cause you know, when I'm at work, and if I've, if I've got work late, 
and everyone else is gone and I'm just sitting crunching the numbers you know crunching the numbers just just sitting number crunching just all them colours just looking for patterns and shit is that getting easier by the way that's getting far easier now I'm like you know the Matrix you know the bit on the Matrix where that black dude's just like blonde, brunette, redhead you can like see different hair colours in the cord that's like me now I'm just like four wheel drive automatic I just see them in the colours I know I know I'm switched on I'm one with the colours but when I'm alone I just think well I've got nobody to talk to but there's no radio in here I want to listen to music I don't carry an adapter around with us to just plug some headphones in if I had wireless headphones pop them in boom you're in and then I don't have to just play podcasts just out loud so if anybody walks through the office they're just like fuck that noise and it's my phone just playing a podcast on my desk we so had a that's, that's what I did bit of a issue with someone at work mooching about with the headphones on he's a cleaner he, he works two hours a day spends so it's the guy who takes the massive shit I uh, spends an I hour remember him we talked about him on a previous episode anyway uh, who was it I can't remember maybe it was some sort of manager guy turned up at the front shutter just to be in and he's just fucking walking around with his little sweepie like <laughs> his headphones in just fucking ignoring him. he was ignoring there for 20 the, minutes management <laughs> just didn't give a shit ignoring the corporate type like what a guy go on you listen to that radio you know, didn't give so a fuck about anybody else he's got Sun FM on hasn't he oh, it's, it's radio you can hear you talking oh, and aye. some music no. so he's he's got no what you need to do is say uh, mate, I know you should listen to the radio there. Uh, it's twenty seventeen. You need to get on that podcast game. I've got mm. one. I've got one you might enjoy. Just mate. don't listen to the two episodes where I we'll talk you about you. Never even spoke to him. Ah, uh, you said it's he was so one of them shy hard. retiring types. He's so shy and retiring that he's just he needs some sort of help. He's a mute. I worry about people like that, mate. I, I feel really sorry for him, and I feel like he's getting a bit of a hard time at work. That's his only little. Like sort of vice, putting his headphones in and mooching around thing. for his shit job, and they're taking it away from him because he didn't answer the. <laughs> he left a man outside for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he left a man who earns a fucking shit ton more than him standing at a shutter. It could have been like the building could have burnt down. He would have just been sweeping away. Just part of him on fire. Went for his twenty-minute jump. <laughs> yeah, he'd already had an hour's worth of shits. <laughs> He's just sweeping the floor. Half of him's on fire. Oh, what a guy! Right, do you know what it is? I saw a, t- a tweet. Right, there's a there's a a guy who I've been following for a long time, and like I, when I was a gaming blogger, like he was part of that community, mm. uh, and like I used to do a bit of networking back then. You know, bit, bit of networking. Right. You know, get in with them other gaming bloggers and you network, trying to spread spread yourself about a bit. Right, you know get your I mean? fingers in all the pies. Just get my fingers in all them bloody pies <laughs> and get warm pies. <laughs> <laughs> so, what pies? Oh, I. What pies? Wait, what are we talking about here? Well, I was just saying <laughs> when people put put fingers in pies, I've put never put fingers in pies. Never once put a finger in a pie. Like. No, I, I mean, well, food pies. What kind of pies would you put your finger in? Like a hair pie? <laughs> <laughs> no, now beef. Beef. It's just it's a stupid term. Finger in the pies. I nobody puts fingers in pies. Why would you put your finger in all of the pies? Who's got? Who's who's even putting fingers in one of the pies? It's daftiness. Why? What if it's hot? Like mince. Mince pie. <laughs> what if it's a mince pie? <laughs> Straight out of Greg's and the woman hasn't hasn't even told you that it was just came out of the oven. Straight out of the oven in Greg's. Boom. Straight into one of them fucking waxy bags, right? You get it to your fucking pie fingering, pie eating fucking <laughs> cubicle, wherever that may be. Unru- you rip the wax bag and then you just just this sound here. You didn't even spit on it. That's me fingers just rubbing together, just warming your fingers up and then just just breaking that crust. Bye. Breaking that crust with a firm <laughs> jab, and then just slide your fingers in, and then you've got potentially napalm gravy in there. Oh god, napalm gravy! You've got blisters napalm on your fingers. Gravy. I mean, to be fair, I'd ra- what would you rather have blisters on your fingers because you put your fingers in the pie, or like me, the pig I am, I rarely check temperature before I eat. 
I go in on it and I go in on it hard. I do not like to fuck about. So I go in hard. I like hot. And then I get that blister on the roof of your mouth. What would you rather? I've had a tragic couple of blisters. like Tragic blisters? It was one time, I think we might have spoke about it way early in the podcast. But um, I ate a fish cake once. Straight out of the oven. Like, had some sort of posh sauce in the middle. Like one of them fish cake. It was... Like it. Like a cheese-based... Oh, aye. Bechamel. Something like that. It was some cheese and broccoli. You've been getting your other. fucking fish cakes from M&S here, like... Aye, it was, it was a posh cake. Aye. It was It was near uh, bird's eye shit. It was near <laughs> bird's, eye fish, bird's eye fish cake asterisk. May not contain fish. Yeah, it wasn't Bird's eye potato cake that smells a bit like fish. Well, I had one of them and it give us a blister on my tongue which I've Aww. never had before and it burnt us like a motherfucker like really hurt and it, that did not go away like I'm talking weeks it was sore still Every got it now still got it <laughs> look at this <laughs> it was there uh, so I've had a pizza that pizza thing I was thing. just about to say right, the one guess. that gets you every time you bite into a pizza I call it I call it the garlic bread <laughs> that how do you get blister burner for garlic bread with cheese? Well, it depends on what it is. Aye. Normally it's the napalm layer of tomato that does it. Well, no, like, it's a cheese, I feel. Do you reckon? Well, when you eat it straight out of the oven. Aye, when you, you haven't bothered even putting it on a plate. Just straight out. Straight out of the oven. Bash. Straight in your right gob. In there. Straight in your gob. I find uh, you've got to be careful with some foods. They lose temperature far too quickly for my liking, and then I think they're not cooked. <laughs> like what? Like uh, what cools down really? Rice, rice, rice cools, cools down really fucking quick. Like I'm getting takeaway, I'm getting takeaway, right? And like you're like, oh, oh, bloody hell, oh, that metal containers, mad hot, mad hot, it is. <laughs> mad hot, mad hot. You bust into it, you get yourself half a container of rice on your plate, then your chips. Then you curry sauce, and then whatever you mainly like. I'd, I'd normally go for like a Szechuan beef. Yeah, a Szechuan beef. I like it, or a beef in black bean. And then if I go in on that rice, and it's not like middle rice, it's outer rice. I'm like, well, this is bloody freezing. Well, what have they done with it? Don't call this. Send the bugger back. Cools yeah, down too quick. Didn't have that experience. I like rice. I enjoy rice a lot. I- did I tell you I'd upped me tilde game? No. Yeah, you know, when I do that chicken and rice. Oh, aye. I upped me tilde game from uh, brown rice with quinoa. Oh, aye, you did mention. Went onto that fucking egg fried, mate. Because you, uh, I think the term was if you see another egg fried. If I see another, oh aye. no, a quinoa. If I see one more quinoa, one more quinoa. <laughs> I don't know what a fucking quinoa is. Just kind of right the place. Same to be, I didn't even know what a rice is. What is a rice? I don't know, but they grow them in something called a paddy. I know. I've seen the fields, and I've seen the little people with hats on. Uh, they all wear that. Is that a rice? Is that a rice worker's hat? I didn't know. Because I don't see anybody wearing their hats apart from people who work in rice paddies. And or I also people who go to Thailand on holiday. Hi. Oh, Aye. look at me. I'm horrifically Aye. racist. Oh, I'm a racist, <laughs> cultureless, godless fucking yob. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look at this fucking hat I've just bought, and some of them do the old squint as well to make it just even worse. The oh, bastards. you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. You've yeah, seen it. You've yeah. seen them. Terrible. But, uh, also, a thing in them rice paddies, rats are prevalent. Oh, which also brings in the predatory species, which are fucking lethal, like certain snakes. Nice. So to be. To be sitting here working for a, a motor manufacturer company, or for you for working for a, a arguably the most popular high street retailer, oh, God, fucking no. ever, terrible place. Imagine getting paid less than what we do now to potentially get bit by a horrifically venomous snake while you're trudging through water just to just to keep I mean, the rice all right. Some days, just so Tilda can that. give me brown rice with quinoa. I wish for that. Some days, wish for that simplicity. Yeah. No, not the simplicity. The the challenge of not to be bit. Ooh. I'm, well, I'm, I mean, you could do that now. I mean, I feel like 
some days my life is so boring that I'm just hoping to get bit by a venomous snake. That, I don't know, like, uh, do you know when you're at school and a dog runs in <laughs> and people lose their oh, shit and it's oh. like, oh my fucking god, somebody's dog's in. Other kids on bikes who aren't oh, part of your I school, but they would just ride in, gates. ride in your yard on bikes and, and just fucking act Larry and get your proper Larry in the yard and you're like, oh, he doesn't even go to this school, but he's on the I, yard on his bike and he's wearing his own clothes. That's what I need in work some days. Or just excitement. in life. Bit of excitement. Just a bit of lariness. I need someone to... I once remember, here's one for you, working in retail. While I was doing my me, uh, me formative years, my university years, uh, I worked for Matalan. Do you remember Ma- Well, obviously, we've, we've referenced this in the past. I do remember. You worked in the the unit next door to Matalan. Yep. I was Matalan, you were Dunelm. There was that one time we managed to talk to each other on the radio because yeah. we found the right channel, just fleetingly right talking to each other. <laughs> Uh, when I worked there, something happened to one of the storm drains that was under Matalan, mm. and it ruptured, and one of the sewage drains ruptured as oh. well. And actual shit came up through the floor. <laughs> that's let, that's, let that fucking sink in for me. That's not the kind of excitement I need. Like actual shit came up through what I thought was impossible because it's a concrete floor. Stuff came up through the concrete floor. Nice. Turds. Obviously, they weren't full turds. But it was... But you could tell it was sewage by the smell. Because it was turds. Because <laughs> it smelled like turds. It smelled like one turds or two, like somebody had opened 50 million boxes of cooked chicken at the same oh. time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with that cooked chicken. Uh, fart in a box. Fart in a box, man. Raw chicken. Sometimes, raw chicken. Sometimes I... Yeah. Pick out some raw chicken from Asda. I'm like, oh, that's smells off. like farts. No, smells that. like it's a different kind of fart, but it smells like farts nonetheless. It's raw chicken can sometimes smell like a sweaty fart, oh. as opposed to a jovial fart, which I feel, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel, cooked chicken. If you put, <laughs> if you put cooked uh. chicken in a box, seal it, put it in the fridge, get it out. Open it and you're like, pa, it, pa. How do we get this? How it smells like a jovial fart. I've been to a butcher before, right? And bought a tray of chicken breasts for a tenner. And I thought, right, what I'll do is I'll get in. I've got freezer bags. I like to portion them off two by two. Like All some right. sort of poultry based Noah without, without a boat. The animals went in the freezer two by two. So, right, the chickens went. The chickens got murdered. And the tits got cut off, and then they went in the freezer two by two. So I'm bagging up, Hurrah. and I've had a full. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a full tray of chicken breast. Got the last one, and then got that sweaty fart smell, and I've had to just bin the lot. No. <laughs> I've had to bin the lot. Yeah, metal. Yeah. I didn't know what. I mean, what what do you do? Just bin the one that smells like sweaty fart, or well, I don't know, I do you think just... has this chicken that smells like sweaty fart contaminated the rest of me chicken that smells not Is it like us? sweaty? Are fart? we just too used to the chicken? Do all chickens smell like sweaty fart? Do all uncooked chickens smell like shit? I imagine they do. I'd imagine any raw meat's got to have a bit of a smell. But then it, they say like fish, fresh fish. Straight from the sea, doesn't smell very fishy. That's what they say. That's what they say. But you obviously haven't been fishing. <laughs> These <laughs> people have never fished. <laughs> never fished. The lifting. I've never. Um, I've never. I've been fishing a couple of times. Mm. I've never fished, caught something, took it home, uh, and then ate it. No, we've. Well, I used to go young, when I was younger with my dad. We used to go fishing all the time. It was like a weekly thing. That was your your thing. It was a, it was our thing. It was it was good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, there's a pen knife <laughs> and a torch. Get yourself away and come back when you need some sandwiches. <laughs> I'd, have a, I'd, have a, I'd have a flask. At one point, I believe I was hanging off the edge of like this just drop. There was no barrier. There was no nothing. Hanging off the edge with a bit of lime trying to catch some crabs down the bottom. <laughs> Dangerous as fuck. Like, fishing like trips were like 
they were amazing because you just got to do what you Aye. wanted my dad was just like fishing sitting there put the radio on a flask of tea Aye. and I was just gone just fucked up exploring exploring I used to love that like I did used to go fishing with my mate's dog but he used to take us down by the river and like you never we never went down by uh, the river like down by the river he'd stand there and he'd have like before we went we'd help him get his gear ready and that and he'd have a bucket of crabs and he'd be like right we're gonna prepare the bait so he tried right. to get us involved from the start and he's like right you've got to fucking pull the legs off and then you've got to rip the top of the shell off and then you've got to scoop the meat out of the bottom of it and like I want the meaty bit in the middle Ugh. so you just had a bunch of kids mutilating crabs that was probably Lift. fucking still alive if I'm honest yeah. <laughs> I've got sketchy memories of it but the sketchy memories would suggest that these crabs were definitely still alive so the, literally watching they're being kidnapped put in a captivity they're like we're alright buddy we'll be alright as long as we've got each other Gary and then somebody <laughs> just fucking ripped him out watched it. They, they had to watch like some stupid little kids pull the legs off his mate rip his fucking his back off and then scoop his insides out and scoop his insides out and then hide in a bucket with the rest of the fucking insides to, and then, to fish for fish you're not gonna eat to put, uh, I, just to attract fish that I'm never gonna fucking eat but the, it was the whole when you got down by the river it was just like a totally different world because you had like there was trees behind you and you were on the river and it was just fucking crazy like you, you, it's like a different world you felt like a git as a fucking nine year old you felt like you were some sort of urban explorer it's weird isn't it crazy absolutely crazy dig that feeling it was good Aye. enjoyed it there's also around here we used to go for like walks and that in the summer like obviously an adult would take us because we weren't allowed to go that far but we'd go that far out there's like we used to find around here there's a couple of World War 2 pillboxes pillboxes big fucking concrete box in the middle of a field anywhere and you oh, walk yeah, down yeah, steps yeah, into yeah, it yeah. there's a few of them around here that are still there aye they smell like piss now and there's loads of just used blobs in the corner but aye and cans of Kestrel super strength but they're, they're still they're there good World War Two fucking history, right there. In the forties, there have been men in there, soldiers, probably fucking seventeen-year-old, heavily armed, sitting in a concrete box in the middle of a field, waiting. And then, fast forward seventy years, and then there's two fucking mortal teenagers having really aggressive, sloppy sex in there. In the mud. In (laughs) mud. Fucking awful. I don't even know how the fuck we got onto that. No, walks when you were younger was like a proper little adventure. Why not? Get all you needed was a good stick. Like, oh, you gotta find a good you stick. You gotta have a proper good stick. Good stick to whack things and I, walk with. And then if you were playing a game like, oh, let's play, I don't know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something, and then it well, was like, I was more Power I was Rangers. Like, Fourteen, I don't know if I, I didn't, I didn't, didn't really play that. Right. You don't strike us as the type who ever did. I don't think I like did. I always say, like if I think back to a young Liam, like even before the time when we've been friends, I see just a tiny version of you, that same salty attitude to miserable. life, just a miserable <laughs> bastard. <laughs> don't play Power Rangers. Nah, fuck off, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, you will you? daft. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be gone just digging bits of pottery up, just like, hey, I'd love to get into pottery, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get into ceramics. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, like, I think that probably made you cooler when we were kids. No, just, just no, because you, you, you like, used to rock up on, like, miserable. <laughs> I remember you rocking up on a BMX with stunt pegs. There was like two people who had really good BMXs. There was Ye and Richie. Both had really good BMXs. Oh, I loved a good BMX. Everybody else's BMX appealed in comparison. You well, had them good stunt pegs. You had them thick stunt pegs. Not the little pissy ones. Gives it gives a like backy. Thick. Gives a backy. Gives a backy on your stunt pegs. Which I didn't find out until a lot later in life. You're not supposed to put two stun pegs on the back. That's not what they were there for. Yeah. You're supposed to put them both, both on, on the same side. So you can, so you can like, scrape on things or like balance on things. But no, we, they were solely there. For batties. For batties. For batties doing your peers. Because uh, <laughs> a batty while doing your peers. 
Was there a better feeling, though? Was there a better feeling of standing on somebody's stump pegs with your hands on the shoulders weird, while they just burned around? You had no control at all. Sometimes it's... when they come around the corner, you'd think, well, this is it. That's I've it. met the end. end. Of I'm going to crash into a <laughs> Nova and I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time? I don't know if you were even there. Maybe it was a bit before you came on the scene. <laughs> I was probably like my first bike. Maybe my second bike. When the economy bike helmet came out. Right? It was like not one of these fancy bike helmets that was had a bit of shape to it that had ergonomics to it. It was a solid ball cutting off Aye. and then you used to just pad it out to fit the child's head. Aye. And it was a you perfect... got actual pads in the pad. Yes. Like they were like Velcro pads. I here's the perfect half a ball and a fuck ton of Velcro pads and here's a packet of stickers. So you can customise your helmet with these oh, stickers. Right. And it was the god ugliest thing you've ever seen. But there were economy, cheapest chips, and there were technically safety helmet. First time I wore it outside, obviously me Mondar lived on a bank. So I'm flying down this bank with this stupid fucking helmet on, which fucking you'll see why they're a bad idea. Flying down this bank and there's like a you bear right off down to where like Johnny lived. Uh, you turned right. And as I was turning right, the fucking Velcro just... The glue on the Velcro went, so the Velcro on my forehead just flipped to the back of my head. And this egg helmet just slipped down over my eyes. And I was like, oh well, now I can't fucking see a damn thing. And instead of doing the normal thing and just breaking quite aggressively, I just thought, no, I know the general direction I was heading. I'm going to use some sort of extrasensory perception to guide us to Johnny's house while I'm fully blind. Seconds after that... I flew straight into the back of a parked sob. No. And, like, I hit it that violently. I went up onto the top of the car. <laughs> my fucking bike hit it. I took off and just landed. Like, my balls hit the crossbar. My tiny little boy balls. Oh, the damage. Untold damage at this point. Because I've never even tried to have kids yet. So, for all I know. They're done. They're done. Like, they were done when I was like That was 10. the day. And I just ended up sprawled on the fucking hood on the on the roof of this fucking sob with an egg helmet <laughs> covering my eyes. What the fuck is that? What happened there? Uh, right. Good stupid. good times. Good times. There was uh, one little biting story of how I chipped the bone in my jaw. I think it was this one. There was like some little lumps missing from my jaw down here. <laughs> um, so... It was this big, like, sort of drop, dead man's drop in the in the black in woods. The black woods. In the black woods, dead man's drop. Dead man's drop. Was, was this that, like? Was that part of the three? Yeah, there was yeah. like three, like, sort of offshoots on like this. Uh, I see a bike track. It was like a a walkway through some woods. It was like a safe one down the bottom, kind yeah. of like mediocre, nice little build. What everyone took. Then there was one that was just like, just you could do it. Everyone could do it, but whether you, you had the balls to or not, courage. Uh-huh. And then there was the dead man's drop. That like, ah, that that's risky. Uh, you look at it and you think, oh, I'm gonna fall off. If I'm I getting hurt. You're like, uh, I did it. Fell off. <laughs> <laughs> like, come. I thought if I get a bit of speed, I'll just sort of jump down it. Uh, Stupid idea. Hits it, hits the top of this thing. Thought, holy shit, I'm getting way too much air. Like, I've got I too much hang time. Yeah, too much hang time. I felt like I was in the air for about 10 minutes. And in this time, my bike was going further and further below us, and I was going further and further across. So in the end, my face was just like towards the floor, <laughs> and my bike was behind us. So when I got. To, I could for about five minutes. I seen this fucking stone sticking out. There was what like it was a mud path, and there was one stone sticking out, buried and buried under Aye. the thing. And I was just seeing it. Just kept going, kept going, and then seeing it, and just like bang, face straight in me face, knocked us clean out. <laughs> <laughs> um, bike mangled up, up all up in me ass. I bet you still not managed to ride it home though. Pushed it. Pushed it Pushed off. it, crying. Oh, no. 
crying <laughs> me little eyeballs out, mud all over my face. <laughs> but it's funny you should say that because like every everybody who's local knows the Blackwoods. Well, no, not everybody. Everybody who's local to us, not uh-huh. in Sunderland, but local to our area of Sunderland, know the Blackwoods. Everybody knows where Pencher is. It's, yeah. it's on route to Pencher if you walk from us to Pencher Monument. It actually backs out into the Harrington Country Park now. Yeah, Harrington Country Park, where you know where we're talking about. If you just uh-huh. get in the nice bit where the wood chips are down and then keep going. You're in the Blackwoods. Till you get to the cans and the homemade swings Aye. and the burnt out cars. <laughs> the, there was the three drops. It was one path that turned into three drops, as you said. And then the stone you're talking about also did me on my bike I went down the the, the one that you can do it if you've got courage the middle, middle I probably had a good day on my bike you know when you have a good day oh, and you think actually invincible I'm fucking invincible here I'm still not invincible enough to do fucking dead man's drop I'm Matt Hoffman Is that I am Matt Hoffman so I went down cleared it the perfect run but then that stone you're talking about, that was where all three converged again, wasn't it? It was like one path broke yeah, into this three. this one like was... Uh, and then there was a big fucking boulder essentially buried under the ground and the only thing that stuck out was the top of the boulder above the mud and I hit that and it just fucking catapulted us. Awful times. Buckled a good bike tyre, that did. Ugh, so you know when you used to buckle a tyre and then your brakes are gone, ski, ski, ski. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it like rubbed past your brake pad. <laughs> he, he, he. Right. Good times. Good, good bike times. Good times on bikes. Tried to ride a bike not too long ago. Nah, nah. Not as an adult. No, thank you. Hurts uh, your balls and the bit in between. I mean, there's no nice way of saying it. The bit that lives in between your balls and the bit where the poo comes out. Your boss. <laughs> Often referred to as a boss. Or the notcher, because it's not your balls, but it's not your ass. <laughs> or my personal favourite, the stinky bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I tell you what, if if this podcast never makes it, I'm reasonably sure I know why. <laughs> Comments like that. Comments like that. Terrible. 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 So, Liam, what, what do you want us to do as a 30, uh, 33-year-old man? What am I supposed to do in this situation? How do you feel about um, running with the bulls? Uh, it all depends on how much cardio I'm allowed to get in before. Although I don't think cardio matters when there's a bull behind you. I think... Sheer terror I think will sheer be, fucking, yeah. It's that fight or flight, in it? And there's no way I'm yep. going to stand and fight a bull. Say that one video where that uh, matador got fucking. He was doing his bit bullfighting routine and he fucked it up, and the bull won. But the bull won by sticking its entire horn up his arsehole. fucking straight up his arsehole, like it actually it would just destroyed his insides. Wow. Well, kind of deserves it, I guess. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a bullfighter. Just expect to get absolutely fucking I think God in the arsehole. That's all I'm saying. I really want to run with the bull. I've been obsessed. I think we've spoke about this before. On I think it's been a while since... holiday we've... one. It's probably oh. been a while since we've touched on it. Like. It's well, been that It's long happening cro- this week. This week is... Is the week. The, uh, the Pamploma running yeah. with the bulls. It's on. The festival is on this week. I don't know how I feel about bullfighting and how they kill the bulls at the end and all that shit and it's not how they kill them at the end it's what they do with them before they get them into the fight state it's crazy what, what do they do oh they're drugged and fucking are they they're battered <sighs> and beaten before they even get in the ring like they're, they're, they're dying before they get in the ring see I don't I don't enjoy it at all but I just maybe I just want to go and see it right because I, I feel like I've got this kind of bird's eye view from one of the streets and everyone's running down and then the bulls come through the middle kind of thing and I've just got that vision in my head and Aye. every time it's on each year I'm like oh my god I need to go I need to book up I you need to see it. I need to I didn't know like there's something about it like I don't know if I'd want to run with the bulls I'd quite have I don't even know if I want well 
They're running with the bulls. They don't. They don't do anything with the bulls after that. They don't kill the bulls. They go into the to a stadium type situation and then and then they get bullfighted. They get bullfought. I don't know. Maybe they kill the matador. I don't know if I'd want to run because. Like I've seen videos of people getting, like ragdolled off bulls. Oh, aye. I just think, look at the fucking size of a bull, man. There's a reason that we've evolved to not have to deal with bulls. Because when we used to deal with bulls, we got ragdolled a lot, and we became well smarter. Is there any wild bulls left? Surely. Like. Here's a question Where? for you. Here. Is there any wild Is there any wild cows? Uh Where the fuck is a cow native to? You obviously haven't stood on the bridges in a in a <laughs> <laughs> No but like I don't know. Can you get what do you get well, wild guess, cows? Or now do, does the cow Street cows in India? Are the Indian street cows they're wild? That's just India though. That's I bet you just India well, like, though? Loads of places. Street cars with the pyramid hips. <laughs> <laughs> Emaciated street cars with them fucking rock and them fucking oh, thigh gaps. The skinny bastards. <laughs> Grim times. I would not eat. eat a rubbish I would bins. not <laughs> eat a steak off that car. Like <laughs> I would not even slow cook its fucking back end. The um. I imagine New Zealand's got a lot of cows, do they? I didn't know. Never been. Never been New Zealand. I do, however, love the comedy that comes out of New Zealand. Like, uh, Flight of the Concords are very yeah, funny. love it. And uh, The Wilder People, have you seen The Wilder People? No. Also very funny. The Hunt for the Wilder People, it's called. That's very funny. Um, I think... Uh, what we is we it? What we do in the shadows? The guy out of yeah, like the Concords, a vampire one. Yeah, hilarious, worth a watch. Like band mating, band mating. Diggers. I fucking love like the Concords. Oh, I guess. So I, I wonder if is there anywhere left in this world where cows are still wild? I mean, we've got India. We've got India. India is a, a definite. The world's a big place and there's a lot of grass. That's all pretty much you need, isn't it? I but like you never you never hear of wild cows. You rarely hear of wild horses anymore. Wild horses. Wild horses. I mean there is wild horses there's around. There's definitely wild horses. Like there's there's still I'm almost certain there's still Mongolian tribes that yeah. roam the Patagonian steppe who rely heavily on wild horses. Definitely, I've seen it. Some sort of Bruce Parry type. Aye, aye. Thing. Another one. Dogs. Wild dogs. You do get wild dogs, but like a dingo's a wild dog, and then there's, I think there's one actually called a wild dog. Yeah, they look rough. Them. They're kind of fucking terrifying. Like, but coyotes. Is a coyote a dog or a cat? I think a coyote is no, a dog. Coyote is a dog. Aye. But, like, I think you're not going to see wild, I don't know, German shepherds. That <laughs> no, thing? that's what I mean. Like, do you, do in you the get, like... of Germany. I, like, careful of like you. If you breeds. go on holiday, just like, oh, we, we tend to tell you to stay to the path or stay to the cities because uh, we've got a bit of a problem with wild Alsatians. <laughs> with them wild dingo-like poodles. <laughs> <laughs> Like you just don't get it. It's not They're a just thing. street dogs, really. I guess, like little mongrels, wild yeah. street dog mongrels. What about uh, holiday cats? Skinny, skinny holiday cats. <laughs> don't feed them. Don't feed them. They'll come back. Oh, don't feed them skinny holiday cats. <laughs> They'll never be away from you. They're covered in fleas and ticks. I used to definitely feed them holiday Aye. cats. Though. They were always weird. Looked like Egyptian cats. I weird as fuck. There was just something about <laughs> just, and I'd just like throw fucking like Lay's crisps or rondos, just to give them a rondo. Yeah, <laughs> have some Fanta limon. Yeah, I can cat. 
then you've got six of them fully in your home. Aye, and then you kind of get fucking stirred because they're just hanging around your yeah. apartment, eating the ants, eating the holiday ants. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody holidays, eh? Holidays, holidays. By the way, ants. what the actual fuck is happened to this earth? It's June. Well, it's like, actually July. Well, well, it's July. Fucking hell. <laughs> what is July, you duck? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, pull us up on that one. <laughs> I mean, we're only eight days in, I was about it. Well, aye, it's July and it's fucking freezing. It's not only freezing, it's pissing down. Shitty weather. But saying that, we Absolute did have that three days where it was so hot. Aye. So hot. To be fair, I, compl- I complain when it's hot and I complain when it's cold. Like, I complain when it's raining. I complain when it's not. Here's one for you. Would you mm-hmm. rather have our climate where yeah. you get some really fucking good days that are hard to live with because we're not used to it. Uh-huh. Some. Few, we'll say. And quite a bit of rain. Yeah. Or a climate where hurricanes and tornadoes and shit can happen oh are you kidding I wanted to get knocked over this morning for a bit of excitement yeah. <laughs> I will take tornadoes and all that shit do you know what scares day? the shit out of me though have you seen a fire is it a fire they call it a fiery devil it's a tornado that whips that's up fu- through something that's yeah. on fire and, and the whole just... tornado turns into a tornado of fire that's insane that is yeah. fucking terrifying I'll tell you what's even more terrifying they keep building their fucking houses out of wood Knocking up wooden houses, tornado runs through. It's like a box of sticks. As far as tornadoes go, building houses out of wood's not going to do much good. They keep doing it. But, you know, when people build houses out of wood, and I would have thought, actually, in this day and age, should we not be building houses out of brick and concrete because it doesn't burn? You know the science behind the way wood burns? A house made out of wood won't actually burn to the ground any more easily than a than a house made of concrete because the the science behind it is that if a wood catches fire the outer layer of the wood blackens um, which stops the innermost core of the wood burning so it just burns the outside it burns the outside like as if you were searing a fine steak you sear this wood that's built the house so I arguably when the fire's being put out you've still got to pull the cunt down anyway because you've your house is all bit made out of burnt outside of woods, but there's some science for you. It's nice. It's not actually that dangerous to have a house made out of wood because the wood itself protects itself by just burning the outside. I think we started. Was that the Great Fire of London where we stopped making shitty remember. wooden houses? I can't remember. Although another another fact for you about that, you know, the Great Fire of London's often attributed to the stop the the stopping the plague. Uh, well, uh, bullshit. I think we mentioned this again. Plague was already on the decline, and uh, how would a fire in London stop, stop a, a European plague? Well, the plague's still kicking around in some parts. You still get bubonic plague now. Africa, some parts of Africa is fucking absolutely mental with it. Mental, mental with mental the plague. Where it's certain like villages are all just plaguing it up, are all dropping down dead with the <laughs> black plague, rotting out with the black plague. Got the, bring the Black Death back. <laughs> Although the Black Death never really left Africa. Uh oh! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I'm not being racist, I'm saying the blacks have had a hard time in Africa. Slavery and that. Boys and girls! <laughs> on that note. <laughs> this, has been See, this is where I should react better. I should react better, then we can sw- just, just smooth over it. A horrible silence does nothing but draw attention to I don't fact. know what to say other than to make it worse. Well, all we've got to do is say, aye, you're right, slavery was a fucking horrific oh, thing. slavery, bloody hell. Do, do we need to discuss slavery? Oh, this fidget the, spinner's making a right, little racket on there. stop playing with it, like. And it's the ball bearings that made that little ting-ting noise. Might have to make a new rule. When I listen to this back, if all I can hear in the background is a fidget spinner gun, I'll be a... Uh, We'll be barred from all future podcast recordings. Barred. Barred. Boys and girls, this has been the first and last episode 50 
of the Happy Accident podcast. Five zero. Where, uh, I checked the dates today, Liam. Did you know the first ever episode of the Happy Accident podcast, which was actually branded as Franchise and Friends? Uh, before I, bastard. I, before I uh, gave up fifty percent of the rights to you, fifty <laughs> percent of the rights happened? to this fucking podcast. Well, essentially, I, I just shared the podcast with you. Thanks. I feel privileged. Things well, like, I don't. I don't put in fifty percent. Sixty forty. I we'll mean, call well, it. yeah, we'll call it a sixty forty split. But it's still, when the money starts ticking, we'll, we'll reevaluate. When the money starts ticking, it's a seventy thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 60-40 split but it's still part yours you know what I mean because it was just me and I would have you on a week and Johnny on a week and then this on a week and I thought no that chemistry that Larry drunk idiot bouncing off <laughs> the miserable drunk bastard <laughs> I was like that's good chemistry we've got that good chemistry there so episode one of the Happy Accident podcast, which was called Franchise and Friends, back in the day. Go uh, back and check it out if you're listening. I don't know. I might go back and check it out. I wonder how far we've come in a year. Was recorded on the, the 27th of July, 2016. Wow. We nearly had an actual 365 Earth Spins anniversary of this podcast. Not just episode 52, because like some weeks we did two, two episodes a week. Yeah. The Barbarians make patterns when you spin it in certain angles. Been watching a lot of Elon Musk. I have Liam. Have you? I've been watching him doing a lot of his TED talks. He's saying he's trying to make an underground network of tunnels. I, I seen to, in the news he was making a giant battery. He just makes all the batteries. He's, just, he's, he's like a genius. He's like he's a fucking a Duracell rabbit. Do you know what he is? He dishing out batteries. And I mean, you've t- talked about this off off air, but if you ever attend the Burning Man festival. Ugh. Expect to see Elon Musk cruising around Burning Man in a yacht in the desert. On wheels. That's where that story ends. A yacht in the desert. On batteries. It's probably battery powered. It's got seals. So he's just and you, using You're the invited on. Mode. Everyone can just jump on. Get, and on just... get on Elon Musk's fucking land yacht. I think he's going to be one for the future. And... No, <laughs> never has he had such a claim. Elon Musk, one for the future, him. <laughs> no, like in, in the history books, this he's gonna go down. And uh, there's another guy, the guy who invented the internet, right? right. He's still kicking around. Isn't oh, he's he? still alive, aren't he? He's, I didn't even know his name. I nah. keep forgetting it. He's just a man that just we need to get in touch with him. I want to shake that guy's hand. Like, uh, this is how bad because it is. the internet has changed life. I've, I've had the same question before who invented the internet done a google on it done a bit of reading on it you know I, I, I'm i a bit altruistic I didn't like to just find out facts that I like to get deep and shit so I was learning about the birth of the internet and this guy's name was mentioned frequently because he was responsible uh-huh. for the birth of the internet and it was it's that bad I instantly forgot his name while I was still reading it I, I read it last week and I just forgot gone he's totally gone out of my mind you need a fucking if you're persona. not a billionaire, if you're not a billionaire, you need to be like. Well, not even a billionaire. I think he's just he's made the world a crazier place. I've changed the world. Eh? Changed the world, and I think Musk's the same. And we're living in the time where these people are around. We're living in a time where the man who invented the internet is fucking Still I don't know that. sitting in his London flat or wherever he's Aye. doing. It's a what you call a technology renaissance, and. No one gives a shit because I can't remember his name because he's not called Jay Z or something. (laughs) He should have picked a cooler name. There's big changes coming. Like now, there's that many technological advancements happen week on week. Like groundbreaking shit. That there's that many of them happen. Half of them don't even get fucking reported. No, no one gives a fuck. Everyone's numb to it. Elon Musk's just about to fucking unveil. Tesla about to unveil a fucking battery powered semi. You know the things that drag around fucking. 40 foot trailers carrying about 50 ton oh my god an electric powered one of them um, solar tiles solar tiles France have just announced banning fucking petrol, petrol and diesel, diesel cars it's by 2040 like so there's a bit of a time well, yeah like but that's huge massive. still it's massive absolutely massive Volvo I think it is Volvo have come out and said we will no longer make petrol or diesel engines 
They're Class. only going to make electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles. That's amazing. That's what we need. It's one step in the future. That's what we need. Fucking electric bills going up like. Oh, I got lucky bill. That's why you need solar tiles. You need to fucking have the entire surface area of the top of your house solar tiles. Harness the power of the sun. Use it's it good to if you were in a sunny. Gaff. I know, we'd be fucked like. Although for three days a year we'd be solar millionaires. <laughs> we'd just have more. We'd be like raking it in. I'd just be fucking. I'd be throwing energy. Just uh, I'd be throwing I'd, energy down the sink as if it was milk that was a minute out of date. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just go on and switch all the switches on and sit turn with, everything on. Turn the iron on and just steam things. Just turn everything on and look up and watch the ozone layer slowly fucking deteriorate. <laughs> Within three days. <laughs> whilst melting. <laughs> no, I wouldn't melt because I'd have seven aircon units just all turned on. Boys and girls. This has been the first and last episode 50 of the Happy Accident Podcast. I've been old franchise. That there's been Liam. That's certainly has. Um, if you've enjoyed what's happening today, jump on that iTunes. Leave us a tasty little five-star review if you would. Without you, I mean, we say this every week, but I'm not even kidding. Without you, we do not make it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing on social media. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing on social media. We literally rely on you no pressure thanks for listening thanks for listening you beautiful bunch of bastards and if ever you get in a situation where me and him are having a discussion and we can't find the answer to something and we just skip past it and you feel like you're shouting down your headphones uh, then feel free to use social media because that's what we're all about get also, in touch get in touch we you... will accept recommendations for hashtag what you're drinking yep we're on it we're on we're on it Whatever your recommendations have been or are going to be, we're on it. We are on it. And I apologise wholeheartedly if uh, you've just heard this fidget spinner go on the entire fucking episode. Do it. 33-year-old man with a fidget spinner. Watch this. Go quiet and see if this picks it up on the mic. Watch the levels. Oh, there's a little. Oh. There's definitely a little spike there. Like It will potentially pick this up unless we've been talking at the same time. Boys and girls... Until next time, cruise on at that episode 52, which will have been a full, technically, week's worth of episodes. Full week, year's worth of week's worth of episodes. Year's worth of week, aye. 52. 52. 50 fucking two. See you in a bit. Until next time. Travel.